This episode is supported by Jace Medical. You may or may not know that in December, drug shortages across the U.S. hit a record high. This is causing severe disruptions in medical treatments, resulting in delays, treatment cancellations, and the unfortunate rationing of vital medications. I know that I have heard in the last few months from multiple mom friends of mine, instances where they have not been able to get medications for themselves or for their children in critical crisis moments. This is so, so scary. I know I've had friends with their kids having seasonal flu cold symptoms, struggling to breathe, and they're at urgent care and unable to get the antibiotics that they need because of these shortages. This is scary stuff. Most notably, one of the short supply antibiotics is amoxicillin, which is commonly used for so many of our children's illnesses. So here's where Jace Medical comes in. They have the Jace case, which is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that are used for the most common common and deadly bacterial infections. And you can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your or your children's family's unique needs, like an EpiPen, for example, something that you would never want to be without, would never want to have to run from pharmacy to pharmacy in pursuit of. So if you want to go get these medications and have your antibiotics on supply so that you always have them when you need them in case of an emergency, in case of a disaster, in case of being a, you know, a victim of this drug shortage, Jace Medical will have you covered. All you need to do is go to jacemedical.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code SHAMELESS at jacemedical, J-A-S-E medical.com, jacemedical.com, code SHAMELESS. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 578. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 578. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. Here we are. Oh my gosh. Okay. If you're listening in live time, it is Labor Day today. So happy Labor Day, which for most of us means the last weekend of summer. But for some of you, your kids have been back in school for like a month and you're like, yeah, like summer was forever ago. Regardless of where you are at, I want to just recognize and honor that if you're listening to this in live time or even a few weeks later or even a few months later, we're in a hard time right now. Not going to lie, not going to sugarcoat it. We are in a really tough time. And with that, I think comes a lot of stuff in our heads, a lot of chaos and a lot of clutter, which leads to overwhelm and stress. And oh my goodness, it's all very real. The chaos and the clutter that you are feeling is real because you are balancing emotions and news and decisions constantly, constantly, constantly. And it's not just right now. It's the last 18 months of doing this. If you feel like it's taking a toll, it's because it is. It's because it should. We were not created. I don't believe we were created to have to live in this kind of stress and overwhelm and chaos for so long. So you should feel tired. You should absolutely feel tired right now. The chaos, the clutter, they are real. And it's not just in our homes, in our spaces where things feel chaotic and cluttered because we've been working from home and we've had kids at home and we haven't been able to do much outside of our houses and cities for a while. The chaos is not just in our homes and right in front of us where we can reach out and touch it. 
the chaos is also in our heads, my friends. The chaos is in our heads because with all of this endless, relentless togetherness and endless, relentless decision-making has come so many things for us to worry about and so many things for us to have to think through and so many what-if scenarios. And then also on top of that, for many of us have been many difficult, traumatic, troubling situations that we've had to work through, many times involving loss and grief and trauma. And so all of that is very real. And as we continue to navigate the most challenging and relentless season of most of our lives, I think for many of us, like this is the hardest couple of years we've been through, at least in this particular way, it's easy to let our minds get the best of us. The overwhelm is real and the fear is palpable, especially as we send unvaccinated children into schools. That stress that you're feeling is very justified. And it's in these moments that our minds tend to run away without our permission. And we go to worst case scenarios. And here's what we do. We write stories with horrific endings. And we let our wiring go haywire as we imagine how bad things can get. Is anyone like me in that way where you start to sense that maybe something could go sideways and immediately like your wiring in your mind just goes to like, here's 18 things that could go really wrong right now. And here's all the dire circumstances and things that could come out of that. Like that's, some of us are just built that way, right? Like worry is our gift. That's what I always say. Worry is my gift. And then some of us are just like realizing this constant impact of what we're living in right now, right? And we let that wiring go haywire as we have like the worry and anxiety layered and layered and layered upon itself over time. As I've been coaching clients the last couple of weeks, we have been working on calming the mental chaos and clutter because even under the hardest circumstances, you get to choose how to manage your thoughts and you get to choose how you see your position of power in sticky even if sometimes terrifying situations, you get to choose. And I want you to think about those moments, and maybe you're having a moment like that today, where you feel like there's no good decisions. Everything feels impossible. Everything feels completely overwhelming. And there's no clear answers. There's no right answers. You don't know what step to take next. In this episode, I'm going to talk you through six questions to ask yourself in order to calm the chaos and clear the clutter. And then we're going to talk about four tools that you can use to follow through after you ask yourself these questions. And this is going to allow you to create space for, as Glennon Doyle says, what is true and what is beautiful. Because here's the thing. I know, and I've seen this, oh my goodness, I've seen this in calls recently when I'm with my coaching clients. I know that even when you feel the hysteria of the haywire wiring in your head, I know that there are still things that are beautiful and true that will give you the peace that you need in any moment if you can pause to see it. So let's work on that. What's happened a few times as I've been on calls in the last couple of weeks is that people, in fact, this is what comes up a lot when we're in these moments of collective stress like this. People will get on calls and they'll say, I was going to cancel this call. This happens all the time, by the way. People are like, I was going to cancel this call. I'm having the worst day and everything's going sideways and I don't even know what we're going to talk about because the things that I would normally bring to a coaching call, and mind you, a lot of these are business coaching calls. So a lot of my business coaching clients are like, I should be coming to these calls with three business decisions I need to make or three things I need help with related to my business, et cetera. And instead they show up and they say, 
I was going to cancel because I can't focus on business because here's all the things that I'm panicking about and having to make decisions around. And I'm feeling so much uncertainty around. So I was going to just cancel this call because I can't focus on business right now. And every single time we talk through all those things, we are able to, over the course of 30 minutes, get to a place where we can see what is true and what is beautiful and where does your power lie. And oh my goodness, there is this like sense of exhale that happens over the course of the call. And if you are a highly anxious person or a highly high emotion person, so like I have anxiety and then also I'm a Scorpio. (laughs) And so like everything I feel is very intense. (laughs) And then anxiety is layered on top of that. So if I go into a conversation where I feel like I don't have options and I'm feeling really overwhelmed and stressed out, the energy at the beginning of that call is like, it's a million miles a minute of me just like word vomiting everything that is wrong, sometimes while crying. And then 20 minutes later, as I'm talking... This is not when I'm coaching other people, by the way. (laughs) This is when I am being coached or talking to my therapist. But I see this happen with my coaching clients as well as they show up to calls. So there's that initial hysteria, like, oh my gosh, everything's going wrong and I can't do anything right and I don't even know what the next right step is. And then as you talk things out, all of a sudden there's like these moments of laughter and there's these moments of someone saying like, hey, so what I hear you saying is this. And I'm curious if you've thought about how you actually have a couple good choices in that. Or I'm curious if you've thought about some of the strengths that you innately carry and how you can put those to use right now. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. And all of a sudden, there's this moment of pause that's like, oh, actually, I have some good options. Actually, maybe there's a couple things I could do right now. And by the end of 30 minutes, there's this huge sense of relief, like shoulders go down, bodies exhale, red faces become less red, like scrunched up furrowed brows are now smiling brows and hopeful brows. 
And all of a sudden there's clarity around, I don't need to know everything right now. I don't have to have it all figured out. I just have to know what is the next step. I just have to know, am I safe right now? I just have to know, what am I going to say yes to in this moment? Or I'm just have to know like what is true and beautiful right now? And what are the stories I'm making up that are not true? So let's talk through when you are in these moments, when this chaos and clutter in your head reaches its breaking point, reaches its threshold, what can you do? What are six questions you can ask yourself to help you process this? So we're going to talk more about processing in a minute and some really specific ways to do that. But if you can just like save this episode, write down these questions, put them on a sticky, because if you can walk through these questions right now in any moment of overwhelm, you will be able to get yourself so much more quickly to something that feels manageable. What felt stressful and unmanageable and chaotic will suddenly become way more clear. Okay, so the first question is, are you safe? Because some of the conversations I've had with people recently, they're not safe. And that is a lot, that's very stressful, right? So are you safe? Are you in a position where it's safe to be in your workplace, where it's safe to be in your home environment, where it's safe to be around other family members, where your child is safe? Like there's a lot of things around safety right now, right? So are you safe? And are your nearest and dearest people safe? And from there, if they are not, then how can you best ensure safety? So I've done this in terms of making decisions around like who we're not going to spend time with right now. Like our family is not spending time with unvaccinated people right now or unvaccinated adults. If we're spending time with unvaccinated children, then we have some ways that our family is managing that. Because for me, I need to know for my chaos, clutter, stress, overwhelm, I need to know, is my child safe? Okay. So are you safe is the first one. Maybe your work environment's not safe right now. How can you change that? Who can be an ally to you in the workplace? If your home environment is not safe right now, what is your plan B if you need to leave immediately? Like these are literally conversations I'm having with clients right now. Are you safe? And if you're not, what is your plan B to become safe as quickly as possible? And like, if your answer is that you are not safe, that's the only thing you're focusing on right now. You are dropping every other ball in your life until you know that you are safe because your brain, especially your mama brain needs to know that you're safe. Okay. Number two. What do you need most right now? So when we're in these places and states of chaos and clutter, we often think we need to solve 37 problems in the next 37 seconds. And I have totally gotten on calls with my therapist and been like, here's all the things that are wrong right now, all the problems I need to solve, all the way. And I start keeping track, by the way, like show of hands if you do this, when like a couple things go wrong on any given day, and then you start keeping track. So like by 11 a.m., you're like, oh, now like seven things have gone wrong. And then like you get like a nasty email or something, you're like, "Hmm, now it's eight. Like you totally keep track, right? And so when you are in that place of so many things going wrong or feeling like you have to do so many things right now and you don't even know where to start, what do you need most right now? One thing, what do you need most right now? So I will tell you, last week I had the opportunity to fly to LA to do something like a really cool TV opportunity. And it was literally, I mean, things that had to happen within four hours of me getting noticed that I was going to go to LA and get on a plane for the first time in 18 months was like so, so completely overwhelming. The chaos and clutter was, I literally, I had to drive around town trying to get a COVID test, which is very hard to do right now in Seattle on a moment's notice. And I was driving around in my car and I was like, I'm going to burst into tears at any moment because I went to four places that could not get me in. And this was all within a couple hours of me having to get on a plane. I hadn't packed a suitcase. I had to make some videos before I left that needed to be sent into the show for the TV appearance. I was completely panicking. And I had this conversation with one of the production assistants for the TV show. 
And he was like, okay. I told him, I'm like, I'm starting to panic a little bit. Like there's three things I need to be doing at the same time right now. And I need to be at the airport in like one hour. And he was like, okay. He's like, the only thing you need to do is get to the airport. (laughs) He's like, if nothing else happens, we will figure it out when you land here in LA. And I was like, thank you so much. That's, I really needed to hear that. Because I can't make videos while I'm driving around town trying to get a COVID test while I'm packing a suitcase (laughs) while I'm driving to the airport. (laughs) And so he was so great, though. He's like, all we need to do is get you on the plane. Like the other things we can figure out once you're here. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. Bless you. So what do you need most right now when you are in that place of chaos and clutter? Like drop every other ball. Okay. so that's question number three. What are the balls that you are going to drop right now? What are the balls you're going to drop? So I will tell you. On any given day in the last 10 days, I've had to intentionally drop some balls because there are like (laughs) some of the biggest decisions that I have made in the last five years, biggest and fastest decisions that I have made in the last five years have happened in the last 10 days. Like big, huge decisions, major adrenaline rushes. Like it has been one thing after another, some of them really, really cool, some of them really hard. And On any given day of the last 10 days, I've had to look and be like, okay, here's what I need most right now. Here's what's most important. And here's everything else that's not going to happen today. Here's all the balls I'm going to drop because I can't carry 18 balls at one time. I'm one person. Okay. So what are the balls you're going to drop? We are in this place of having carried so many balls over the last 18 months and not giving ourselves permission to drop any of them. Why? Why? (laughs) It's not helping you. It's not helping your family. It's not helping your children. What are the balls that you can drop? Drop a freaking ball. John Acuff talks about this in his book called Finish. He says, choose what to bomb. What are you going to bomb right now? Like, I will tell you, I am bombing my inbox big time. I'm kind of like not even in my inbox right now. I have one of my assistants who's helping me with some of the stuff in my inbox, but like there's a ton of stuff that's just not getting replied to. I am bombing my inbox because there's other things that are super critical right now. My inbox is not one of them. Okay. So what are you bombing? I've bombed lunch for myself a lot in the last couple of weeks and had like random bites of Vinny's leftover food goo. (laughs) Okay. What are you going to bomb? Number four, question four is what are your yeses right now? So what are you saying yes to? Pick like a couple things. And then on the flip side of that, what are you saying no to? What are you saying yes to? And what are you saying no to? Be really clear on your yeses, really clear on your noes. And those yeses and noes, they might go back to number one. Are you safe? So my yeses and noes right now, some of them are like related to like, what am I doing in terms of my action items every day and what am I not going to do if I'm not going to reply to emails because I'm busy working on something that takes priority. But some of my yeses and my noes are like, how am I going to spend time and who am I going to spend time with? And that goes back to safety. So my yeses and my noes around safety right now are like, no, we're not able to spend time with certain people and just do certain things because of we live with an unvaccinated child. So what are your yeses and what are your noes? Because as soon as you have clarity on that, you can start taking steps. So question four is what are your yeses? Question five is what are your no's? And then question six is what is true? Because here's the thing. On the other side of that truth, on the flip side of that truth, is a whole bunch of stories that you're making up. The stories that you're making up are like, everything is wrong right now. There's 37 things going wrong. I can't fix any of them. It's not fair. I'm so tired of this. I suck. Everyone else is like thriving in a pandemic, and I am just withering away in pity and frustration and grief, right? So we make up stories 
about the chaos and the clutter and about our circumstances and about our situations and we deny the truth. And the truth is, is that we have a lot of skills and a lot of talents and a lot of power. And sometimes we forget about that. I will say I was talking, actually this has happened a couple times recently, talking with clients on coaching calls or in group coaching in our membership community over at Momentum Mamas. And moms have said things like they've been, like big, huge things have been happening in their lives related to their work or their family life and stress and chaos and overwhelm and having to make big decisions. And so many of them have referenced that like when they paused for a moment and got quiet, they were able to see, oh, yes, this is a hard decision. Yes, this feels really overwhelming and stressful. And also I'm at a point in my life where I can see that I am capable of working through this and I am capable of thriving through this and I am capable of making the right decision. I'm capable of doing this in a way that puts me in a position of power and that allows me to lean into my strengths, that allows me to own who I am and honor who I am because of the work that I've done on myself in the last year or two. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory, two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And now we're back with a whole new podcast about unsticking it, launching in January. What happens when life gets in the way of our creativity instead of nourishing it? We talk to all sorts of guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky, wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. So join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Get out of there, life gunk. Let us help you get back to your best creative self. Look for Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Wherever you listen to podcasts starting in January, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Because sometimes life sucks. Lynn, this time of year, parenting can be such a fluster clucks. You've come to the right place. I'm Lynn Lyons, and I've been treating anxious families for over 30 years. I'm Lynn's sister-in-law and co-host Robin Hudson. Join us for Fluster Clucks, a podcast for parents who worry. Wait, that's everybody. Yeah, these last few years have felt like one long anxiety attack for so many. Why do you think parents are always surprised that a podcast about anxiety relates to them, even if no one in their house has an anxiety disorder? Well, worry is human. Everyone does it. And anxiety shows up when we face uncertainty. All the parenting tips you've taught me have been essential. I love to break it down into skills we need to manage worry in our families. We've covered so many topics, depression, burnout, meltdowns, perfectionism. Don't forget scary mothers-in-law. Right, but of course that's not my mother-in-law. Because that's my mother. And a listener. As a psychotherapist, I like to teach parents and kids how to respond to everyday moments in healthy ways. Managing anxiety really can be taught. It really can. And I'll even tell you what to say. We talk about serious stuff, but without being too serious. Anxiety wants everything serious. Anxiety doesn't stand a chance when we're laughing, even about the tough stuff. So I want you to consider if you, especially if you're someone who's listened to the show for a while, let's be true. Let's be honest about the work that you've done on yourself by learning about who you are and who you are becoming. And in moments of stress and chaos and overwhelm, lean into what is true. Because the truth is, is that yes, things are stressful and chaotic and overwhelming. And also you are strong and you are resilient and you are resourceful and you can figure things out and you have the power to make good choices and choices that serve you and your family in any given moment. 
That is the truth, okay? And if you haven't been listening for a long time, and this is like the first episode you've ever listened to, that is also true, okay? So you can listen to just this episode and have that reminder, or maybe like this first time notification, maybe this is like a flag waving in your face, like notifying you that like you are resourceful and resilient and strong and capable, and you have the power to make a decision that best serves you and your family in any given moment, okay? So tools, let's talk about tools. After you ask yourself these questions, here are four tools that you can use to really calm that chaos and clutter and get you out of your head and into either into a more peaceful headspace or into action if you're feeling really stuck, okay? So first step, number one, is to process. So going through those questions is gonna help you process. Going through those questions is really gonna help you get some clarity around, are you safe right now? What do you need most right now? What balls can you drop? What are your yeses? What are your noes? What is true? What are you making up? Okay, so that's part of processing, but how do you do that? So I do that through talking. A lot of my clients do that through talking. If you're an extrovert, you probably do that through talking. So who are your people to talk to? Who are your safe people? Is it a partner? Is it a best friend? Is it a sister? Is it your mom? Is it a therapist? Is it a professional? For me, it's a therapist because I need to be able to just dump. And you know how fast I talk. Like my husband loves me. And also he doesn't want to listen to me talk at this pace about all my worries every single day, all day long. Like he would, but but like bless his heart, he does not want to. So who are the people that you can process with where you can just dump and get it out? If you're an internal processor, it might be more of a writing or journaling exercise for you to process. It might be just thinking things through, like going for a walk and thinking. Okay, so we process differently. For you, you have to know how do you process? Because when you give yourself that space to process, whether it is writing or talking or thinking or meditating or whatever that is, that is going to allow you to file the clutter. It allows you to like literally take that chaos and file it away and be like, okay, this goes over here and doesn't matter. And this goes here and is more critical. And this matters, but not till tomorrow. And we literally can categorize things in our heads so that we can start to see what do I need most right now? What actually matters? What's the number one thing? Okay. Number two, the second tool I'm going to give you is make lists. So make lists because here's the thing. When you're totally overwhelmed, there's two kinds of lists I'm going to have you make. When you're totally overwhelmed, sometimes it just feels like there's too many things to do and you don't know where to start. Make a list of all the things you need to do. Okay. Make a list of all the things. You're not going to do all these things, by the way. So you're just making the list. Make the list of the 37 things and don't get too excited because I'm not going to let you do them all, (laughs) but just make the list. And then wait till we get to number four before I, to learn what you're going to do with the list. So you make that list, you just dump. Now, when you make the list, it is important that you look back at that list after you've dumped it all out in random order and you highlight or circle the like one, two, maybe three things that are most immediately critical or crucial. Okay. I don't care where anything after number three falls. Like you are not prioritizing them one to 37. You are only prioritizing one and two, and maybe three, okay? Your second kind of list that you're gonna make is lists of truths versus lists of emotion. So what is true in any given situation versus like, what are your panicky emotions, okay? So for me, if I'm really overwhelmed, I'm gonna feel anxious and frustrated and angry maybe. What's true is that I'm really good at getting things done under pressure. I'm really good with deadlines. I'm really good at making quick decisions when I have to. I'm really good at adapting and being nimble, even though it's not my favorite thing to do. I'm good at doing that because I've had to do it a lot. And anyone who's had a kid has had to do it a lot. Okay. So the truths in any time where we're feeling that sense of chaos and clutter, 
those truths can give us power, right? The truth is that I can always choose. The truth is that I can find my power in any moment. So making that list of truths and then making the list of emotions of like how you're feeling. Maybe you're feeling like things are unfair. You're feeling like things are unjust. You're feeling like you just can't catch a break. Like write all that down too. So you have those two lists, okay? Then number three, move your body. (laughs) Move your body. So go for a walk. That will help you process. So I process in running and walking. I can like think things through. I can come up with solutions. Running is like my magical solution place. That is not always my go-to. Sometimes I move my body in a specific way to, in order to come up with a solution. And other times I move my body in a specific way in order to just process emotion. So if I need to come up with a solution, I'll go walking or running. If I'm just feeling anxious, but not like I need to come up with a specific solution around that, but I just have that anxious energy and like there's just too many things to do and I'm feeling overwhelmed, then I'll get on the Peloton or I'll lift weights with like loud music. So for you, know what makes sense for you to move your body. It might be yoga. It might be like slowing down, stretching and opening things up because that might clear that chaos and clutter. So you get to know and it might, you get to choose and it probably won't be the same thing every day. I know for me, it's not the same thing every day. Like there's certain days where I'm like, oh, I really need to walk it out. And other days I'm like, I need to bike it out <laughs> or lift some heavy weights or do some boxing. And then number four, the fourth tool is to pick one action step one action step. So when you were in that chaos and that clutter in your head and you're stuck there and you're spinning and spiraling, you go through those questions and you process and then you pick one thing that you're going to do. Maybe the one thing is the writing. Maybe the one thing is making the list. Maybe the one thing is moving your body. But if you look at that list of 37 things that you're feeling overwhelmed by and 37 things that you feel like you need to do in the next 37 minutes, what is the one thing that you will start with? And then go do that thing. I had a conversation with my therapist a few months ago, and I was telling her about my 37 things. I was like, I shouldn't even be on this call. There's too many things to do today. I'm totally overwhelmed. And she, this was like at four o'clock in the afternoon. And she was like, Sarah, you are allowed to do two things when we get off this call. That's it. She's like, I know there's 37 things on the list. You only get to pick two. What are the two going to be? And I was so mad at her. And I sat there. It took me like 10 minutes to figure out the two things of the 37. Because I had to like justify why all 37 were of equal importance and all these things. And then she gave me the two things. And let me tell you, the first thing was to get on the Peloton for 10 minutes. Because I told her if I could only do two things and I was feeling so overwhelmed by all 37, the only way for me to calm down my nervous system to be able to focus only on one thing would be to take that first step get on the Peloton, spend 10 minutes getting some endorphins, letting myself dump all the stress, and then get off and do one thing. So those were my two things. First, the Peloton for 10 minutes, and then I got off and I think I had to like write an email or something to like close some sort of loop of communication that was stressing me out. Okay. So those are your six questions to ask yourself. And then your four tools that support those questions. And you can use all of the tools or just one of the tools. You don't have to use all of them all the time, but this can guide you. So I want you to go ahead and write this down. Write down those six questions. Are you safe? What do you need most right now? What balls can you drop? What are your yeses? What are your noes? What is true? And then in parentheses on that number six question, what stories are you making up? And then you go into your tools of processing by writing or talking or whatever processing looks like for you of making lists, of moving your body, of picking one action step at a time. All right. Remember, things are hard right now and you are strong and you are not alone. I got you. We're going to keep doing this together. 
Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.